Speeding. Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, July 5th, 2021. On today's episode, we got Canada Day at the Res, an acapella park show on the road with Sterling, Johnny Cash, and a little bit more, because you know I do the Monday show when it's your little extra Drew. So put them in your pocket and take them with you. <laughs> it's that little extra Drew, and you put them in your pocket and you take them with you. And you listen on the bus, and you listen on the train, and you listen on the headphones straight to your brain. Oh! 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 Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, July 5th, 2021. How are you? Did you have a good weekend? Did you you stay completely sober and wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning and start your day with a jog and then come home and make a smoothie? And then uh, clean your whole apartment, and then uh, call your parents, and uh, and then and do uh, and then do your taxes all before noon. Huh? Was that you, or did you get drunk and sleep like a fucking asshole? <laughs> I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, let's start off with a little bit of a. Uh, how was my motherfucking weekend? All right, how was my motherfucking weekend? Well, it's a long weekend. Uh, it was Canada Day, long weekend. Not a lot of people stoked on Canada Day. Uh, Canada Day this year. I uh, gotta say. I also was not either. Um, I also have not been stoked on Canada Day for a long time. If you go back to my last podcast from last year or the year before that, I have been talking about uh, the disease of nationalism for a long time now. (laughs) I believe that nationalism is a disease that must be rooted from our society if we are to ever live harmoniously amongst each other on this planet. But, uh, you know, that's besides the point. Uh, I think people are trying are finally getting woke though to the fact that it's just like oh yeah like the conditions like th- this is what I think people are like because you can't tell people that they're fucking they like genocide if they are celebrating Canada Day like that's not a way you can't ta- talk to people like that if you just start telling people that they like genocide and sure and there was people on like on Facebook spouting all this hate like yeah good I'm glad all these kids and you know fuck them those are just losers who are going to hell and they're fucking assholes but I have a general I I think that in general most people are 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 for the for the most part pretty good but they're just misinformed or they don't have the ability to think <laughs> but they're not bad uh, or mean or evil. They just are lacking the ability to um, critically think or process their own existence or the existence of others. So, uh, but that's starting to happen now when you get this frame of reference of all these babies dying and all this fucking horrific shit that was going on, but perpetrated by the Catholic Church, which is another institution that, you know, we could get into religion and in in on top of nationalism as another disease that must be rooted from society. <laughs> Religion, nationalism, are disease that must be rooted from society if we are ever to live harmoniously. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, so, but finally people are getting woke to that and, um, 
So I, uh, my girlfriend is the Aboriginal and I was on her reserve this uh, Canada Day. And um, <clears throat> I've been there most Canada Days the last three years. And it, it has not been, it's not a thing that's celebrated. Wouldn't you know Canada Day is actually not celebrated on reserves. Hmm. And this was... Uh, it was like a, it wasn't a shock to me, but the, I th remember the first time that we went there, it was the first Canada Day. It's like, oh yeah, like we're going to do a big Canada thing. And Courtney's like, uh, no, bro. <laughs> it's like, and I was like, oh yeah, like obviously, you know what I mean? And like, I, it's like, um, even like my friends who are, who, who, you know, we grew up celebrating Canada Day, <clears throat> um, who are, you know, like, it's like, I don't know, the, the wokeness is changing, you know, it's like, it's changing, you know, there are people that are, it's like, who may have been, what am I trying to say, the, uh, the, oppre the oppre uh, they want you to celebrate Canada Day, <laughs> they want people, they want Indigenous people to celebrate Canada Day, so not, by not celebrating it, you're kind of acknowledging that the, um, that the, that the conditions under which we are able to currently live right now were the what what happened to get here was horrific and i think nobody would have a disagreement there and i think that's where you can start the conversation because a lot of people online are, are telling people that if they celebrate canada day that they like genocide but i don't think anybody likes genocide conversely um people who are celebrating canada canada day is not getting canceled you know nobody's canceling anything um nobody's taking away your ability to get all fucked up and wear a drink molson and blow off fireworks on july 1st um but it's it's about you know I, I, the ability to process you know other people's life <laughs> and experiences and and listening and that and so so you know and then you can't tell the people that they're trying to cancel Canada Day or take everything away from you that's fun or whatever the fuck you think or cancel culture has gone too far or whatever because that's also not what's going on. So there needs to be some some kind of, uh, you know, let's all start it. Nobody likes genocide. Let's start fucking there. <laughs> you know, and then let's work let's work our way up from there. Do you like, who likes genocide? Who's down for a genocide? You know, most people, and the yays. <laughs> I'm going to go with the nays take it on, on genocide. So, and I think most people would, including myself, who is more likely to be in the camp of like, you know, I don't think this should be a day to fucking be, you know, ripping it up in terms of, you know, having any sort of nationalistic pride. I don't think anybody should have any nationalistic pride in the whole fucking world, but that is, you know, that's a bigger thing to talk about right now. I want to localize in just on this specific issue of Canada day, but you know, I think it's just about taking the time to just think and and uh, and understand that uh, <laughs> we live on a fucking graveyard, um, a fucking pretty big one too. You know, and the fact that you know there is still Aboriginal and Indigenous culture that's alive in this country is a fucking hallmark to the. Um, the strength of, you know, of that culture. Because by all accounts, um, it should have been eradicated. And there was every effort made by most of the institutions of power in the last 200, 300 years to do that. So, yeah, there you go. This is funny. <laughs> okay, let's move on to something a little more funny. Comedy's back. Okay, let's do... We got a little bit of fucking... 
Uh, I'm back on the road. We're back doing comedy, man. Shit is fucking popping up. I got an email. I got an email. Okay, so uh, comedy's coming back. Uh, we got the fucking park show going on. Thank you. If you're listening to this right now and you're one of the new park show people, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for, for uh, you know, just being a part of this magical special thing we're doing in a... In a garden designed by Yo-Yo Ma for fucking to be pl- have Beethoven played in it. And, uh, you know, Braden talks about cum... St- he said, what's the deal with cum stains? <laughs> fucking Braden. This is... <laughs> he's doing this joke about cum... We were just laughing because he's doing the setup differently. But one night he just said, what's the deal with cum stains? And I swear to God, every fucking comedian just died. Because it's like... And it was right when we were starting it up again. It was like, buddy, fucking comedy. <laughs> like, when's the last time you heard, what's the deal with cum stains? <laughs> like, what a ridiculous, like, like, Seinfeldian, like, using this Seinfeldian setup for this fucking non-Seinfeldian Seinfeldian premise. What's the deal with cum stains? <laughs> I can't do Seinfeld. I don't know how people do it. But, uh, the, so the park, we've been getting narked in the park right now. So the fucking bylaw, the cops, I told this story already a couple weeks ago, but the cops don't give a fuck. They're down. We know where everyone's blowing off some steam in a non-violent and healthy way. Laughing, you know. So the cops are fucking cool with it. Bylaw's been narking us now. Braden's gotten like four fucking tickets. So now we're going acapella, no speaker, which I thought was going to suck. Like just standing in a park, like t- talking. But the way that Yo-Yo Mob designed this park, <laughs> it's pretty sick, man. Like you can see, it's like, I don't know. There's like a magicness to it that like, it's like everyone's on top of each other. And it's like meant to be like shows there. Like it's designed for shows. So it works for shows. And, uh, and we went acapella and it was great. No mic, no speaker. Everyone's just like, we're now we're just straight caveman, bro. Like come and just listen to us talk. And the Reddit post has been popping off. I've been like asking people like on Reddit, like, are you hanging out at the Toronto music garden tonight? Cause yeah, me and my buddies are, and we're going to be cracking jokes. And you know, if you come by, whatever, I don't give a fuck. So it's been going good. And, and just comedy, it just feels nice. And I'm almost at the point now where I'm like sick of my new jokes I'm like, oh, God, like, I got to tell these jokes again. But it's like, do I want to tell my old, old jokes? Like, no. Uh, But I, here's what happened. So fucking Sterling Scott, one of my best friends in comedy. And, uh, you know, I've known this guy for over 10 years. And we came up together and we have a coattails agreement. And um, which uh, my new frame of reference of, of the entertainment industry is like, we have a coat. We should just have a coat agreement, not a coattails agreement. <laughs> we need to reframe it. Because uh, we're thinking that someone's going to build a coat for us and then there'll be two tails for the, either one of the other two guys. But we have to build the coat for all three of us that's big enough. Anyways, um, so Sterling is in town and he's got me opening for him on the matinee show on Sunday. He's been doing this fucking show at a cornfield, buddy. So we're in. he tells me, this is classic fucking Sterling gigs. He's like, yeah, we're doing two shows uh, and we're going to fucking leave at this time and we're going to be there and whatever. And then I'm like, okay, great. And then fucking, I'm like, I'll pick you up at 2.15. So I show up 2.14, right? I'm like that. I'm right on fucking time. If, if you're not early, you're late. And I know that Sterling is going to be like 2.30. Like, I know this. So I prepared a joint. <laughs> so I call Sterling. I say, yo, I'm outside. He's like, all right, yo, okay, I'll be outside. Yo, give me a couple minutes, man. Yeah, yo, just give me a couple minutes. Like that voice when you're like just waking up. Like, yeah, yo, I know. Just give me a couple minutes. <laughs> I'm like, yo, fucker. So I go and I smoke my little doobie, wait for Sterling. And then he finally comes out and he's like, yo, 
we're actually doing only one show and uh it's half the money <laughs> and i'm like you motherfucker it's this fucking classic sterling gig like everything the fucking whatever I'm like, oh, whatever, man. I just want to hang out with you. Like, I don't give a fuck about money or comedy or anything. Like, I just want to hang out with my buddy. And she's like, yo, so can we stop by this chick's house on the way there? And I was like, bro, are you fucking serious? He's like, yeah, man, come on. And I'm like, oh, my God. So Sterling means me to go pick up this fucking girl that he's with or whatever the fuck. I don't know. So now it turns from a fucking bro fest into Sterling with this, me picking up this girl for Sterling with him or her in the back. And that's like, holy fuck. Turns out she's like an amateur comic or whatever herself. So it was a comedy thing, but he made it seem like it was like not a comedy thing. And I'm like, buddy, why did you just do that to me? I'm like, you're trying to be like classic Sterling. Like, oh, fucking, I gotta go. I'm all late. I gotta go fucking pick up this bitch and all this, that, and the other. And then, <laughs> like, and then, and then I'm like thinking we're not gonna get to hang, but then it just turns into the fucking classic road, right? So I'm like, okay, we're fucking back. So we get to the cornfield, and there's a cornfield, and then it's like a roped off. If you go on my Instagram, I got a video of it. It's like a fenced off, like, it looks like a wedding, like a, a wedding reception, like an outdoor wedding reception. There's like a stage, a fucking lights with like f- fucking shit all hanging off of it. There's a food truck and a bar. And it actually looks sick. So, and there's like 25 seats set up. So we get there and Jay Martin is hosting. And this guy's like a fucking Toronto, like black king of comedy. Like he's like pretty much like the biggest promoter in the black community. And he's fucking like, like his Mother's Day show is crazy. Like it's crazy. I've been to it before. It's fucking nuts. Um, So Jay Martin's there at Sterling and me. And then, then the MC bails, like, because Jay, Jay's MC in the show, but they had, like, a fucking MC, like, a DJ, like, they had a fucking DJ MC, like, guy for just, like, what's going on, people? And then they're, like, and then they're, like, yeah, our fucking guy bailed, and I was, like, well, funny thing, I, uh, been going to radio school at Humber Broadcasting, 96.9 Radio Humber, it's Drew, it's 7.53, and we're doing a podcast Monday, <laughs> you know? So, uh, so I'm like, buddy, I'll do it. So I just went up and I was like, what's going on? I did my little fucking thing. I got them all hyped up. It's a 10 minute warning, whatever food trucks open, just like being a general MC, public speaking MC. And I was like, man, I was like doing it. I'm like, this is just what I do. Like people, like, it's like the lady comes and tells me what to say into the microphone. And then I just say it. And it's like, there's some kind of disconnect between people's brains. It's like, why don't you just go up and say that? But they're like, I can't. Which is like so weird because you already talk to these people when they're on their way in. You can talk to people, but like you can't just go up on the mic and be like, all right, food. And it's like, but there's some kind of disconnect where it's like, uh, this is where the money comes. It's like I like me and others like me have this like whatever switch turned off in our brain or turned on where it's like I not only am not scared of this. It's like, give me the fucking mic. Maybe it's uh, some sort of attention-seeking mechanism. I don't know. Let's not dig into that, professor. Um, but uh, but so I'm emceeing the show or whatever, and then I fucking bring up Jay, and then he brings me up, and then I'm doing my uh, my email set, and then I'm like, buddy, it's not going well. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to lose faith in these jokes. I'm going to switch it up, and then I'm like, what's the first joke that I can think of? Sure enough, Alberta and the liquor, which is a joke if you've been listening to this podcast for a while that I swore I was never going to fucking tell again. And sure enough, it takes me three minutes into losing faith in my fucking email set to being like, all right, let's pull the shoot on this and just fucking... 
And it's like old habits die hard, man. Like it's like there's something about like it's like I'm still not free yet. Like I thought I was free, but it's like up there. Like I need to be free. Like I need to be free of caring that I bombed. And I still care a little bit because I'm like, I want these people to have a good time. And I feel bad that I didn't give them a good time. And I think I got to let go of that. Because it's like, I don't care about me bombing or looking dumb. I It's like, because I'm like, ah, oh, I want them to just have a good time. And they spent their time and their money. And like, oh, they came out to the show. And like, if I was them and this guy was bombing, I'd be choked. You know what I mean? Like I did, I went through all this rigmarole to get out of the fucking house and come see you. And you're just going to bomb. It's like, you know, I, I it's like, yeah, like sometimes I am. And then so, but I don't like feel this. I don't feel the like, oh God, I'm bombing. Like this is embarrassing for me. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm like, oh God, I'm bombing. Like, uh, it's like, man, like I got, it's like, I feel like a fucking magician who's like looking for the card and everyone's just waiting. And like, like, is this your card? No, 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 no. Like, uh, uh, and like pulling out different things for my, my trench coat. <laughs> so whatever. I, I fucking pulled the shoot on the Alberta thing and I felt like a dummy after. But whatever. It's fine. It's not a big deal. It's only it's only within myself that it matters and it's whatever. So so yeah, comedy is back. And I was in the, in the honeymoon stage and now it's back again. <laughs> the old cocksucker, you old fucking bitch, you're back. <laughs> you comedy, you son of a bitch. You motherfucker is back. Um, okay, so promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Anthony, Blair, Joel, Nick, and Mac. Uh, Marnus, Bubba, Taryn, Bryce, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, Colette and Andre say their name. Bam, 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 boop. Also, uh, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Premium fucking shatter cannabis edibles. They're doing a shatter sale right now. It's like four grams of free shatter if you spend 200 bucks which so or something like that or 150 or some shit like that. So if you're a dab head, it's actually not. That's a pretty good deal. Go Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order, which is a stackable promo code. I forget to tell people this, but you can use it forever. Uh, it's not like a one-time thing. Like every all of our custies, uh, my custies, je suis custy, 2A custy. <laughs> We all get 10% every motherfucking time. Also, if it's your first time, you get an extra 15% for a grand total of 25% off your order, a quarter off your quarter, two eighths off your eight. Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew right now for 10% off your order. Kingtutscannabis.com. Smoke like an Egyptian. All right. And now in music news, um, today, July 5th, is the uh, 18th anniversary of Johnny Cash's final performance in 2003. And I was listening to Johnny Cash on the way to the res. And uh, I was listening to his last album that he did with Rick Rubin. And man, fucking, I don't really like Rick Rubin, but he did a good job with this album. I shouldn't say I don't like, I don't, ah, he does good work. Art from the artist. My opinion is moot. This album is fucking fire because Johnny Cash was able to capture his voice at this like hyper old vulnerable. There's this like immediate vulnerability to his voice. That's like, the age and like just the life that he's had and the fucking career and the fact that he's still doing it. Like he's like, it's like, there's no reason for you to be in the studio. Like you're, and you're about to die. Like he recorded it and died within the same year. And, um, but it's like, oh man. And you can feel that in it too, that it's like, I'm about to die. Like, <laughs> and you could just fucking feel it in his voice and hear it. And, um, and it's, it's so cool that this guy was able to like, lead. he's like one of the best songwriters, like uh, him and Dolly Parton, I think are the two greatest country songwriters of all time. 
I mean, you can put those other old guys in there, but think about, you know, like iconic songs, like iconic fucking songs that transcend the genre. There may be guys within the genre of country, like fucking Waylon and Willie and the boys, um, that maybe country guys might consider better songwriters, like fucking all that glitters isn't Dan Seals. Like, come on. But, um, but the fucking, you know, like I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Like, come on. <laughs> like Folsom. And then Dolly, I will always, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Like here's fucking Jolene. Like, so anyways, uh, his last performance, 2003, July 5th. And, uh, and what did I want to say about this? Oh, just that he's gangster as fuck. And he was like down for like, he went through it all. He was like, he wanted to like push it out there. He had a heroin addiction. He was into Jesus. He fucking did everything, man. He's like a guy who's like, it's just like, well, what am I going to do with my time on earth? It's like, I'm just going to be the fucking man in black and just play guitar and sing until I die. And like, for, and I don't care about anything or why or what my motivation, like this guy you put, used to put out like three, four albums a year in the fifties, like just insane amount of fucking output. And like, cause it's like, and they were all kind of the same, like boom, tick a boom, tick, boom, tick a boom, tick, but it doesn't fucking matter. Just put it out there, man. Who gives a fuck? Dolly Parton wrote 3000 songs in her life. I think all of them are good. Most of those are are bad, but do you think she gives a fuck? No, because eventually you write a Jolene. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Thinking with jokes and podcasting, like, eventually one of these is going to be good. <laughs> all right. Um, what does that say? I don't know. That was all I wanted to talk about. Let's do some dad rock. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. You can turn off the show now if you don't like the dad rock. That's fine. I'm totally cool with that. Uh, or yeah, or listen to it. Cause we're going to do some fucking, I'm going to work on some, um, some minor arpeggios, hopefully. Oh boy. Why did I set myself up for that? Hang on. Okay. Hopefully that's loud enough. Oh, is that too loud? Oh no, that should be okay.
Alright, that's it. Thank you. Bye, Mink. I love you, Mink.